Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little bit about curling. But most important, those phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. And I've upped the game, Steve. Oh, the, I, I, don't, I never get these updates until yeah. we sit live in the show. So but. I've upped it here. Okay. So those numbers, again, let me give them again, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Got it. Is the listeners against Steve to guess the theme of the music right. that we play each week. Right. And I've upped it with... They get a choice of three prizes. Say what? So they can get a tune-up on their furnace. All right. They can win a day pass for the women and men's 2024 Provincial Curling Championship. In uh, from January 22nd to the 28th in Dorchester. I want one of those. Or they can take two tickets to the Lifestyle Home Show. January 26th to the 28th at Western Fair Agriplex. Well, aren't you just a... Yeah. Christmas has already passed. Yeah. Well, I, I just thought, I, you know, the listeners, give them a little more chance to beat you. I see. Okay. So a tune-up, two tickets to the men's and the women's Ontario Provincial Curling Championship. Juan, Juan, I have, Juan do you know what? Do what? Do what's just happened? Is is Peter Grinch's heart has just turned ten sizes too big? It's twenty twenty four. New Peter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's all out there now, and it's I don't know. This one could be easy or it could be hard. Oh, well, it's hard to say. One, not one of my best. Oh, ones really? Today. Oh, so you figure since you faltered a bit, yeah. I'll be able to guess it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, the. LondonCommunityVotes.com. Right. Uh, voting is on now till January 21st. Okay. So we were in the nominating stage for a long time. Right. Now we're in the voting stage. We, we won in the nomination and we're nominated. Okay. So now we need everyone, if you can go and vote at London.CommunityVotes.com. With an S, dot com. All right. And when you find us, there's a link there. You can press on the link, and it will list the four categories we're in, and you can vote all cool. a couple seconds. It right. doesn't take too long. So. So and you need to do that every day? Every Well, no. The voting, you can only vote once. Once. Oh, so, so you just one vote, and you're done. You're done at that point. Now, if you have different... Computers and phones see, and all I kinds see, of I things see. like that. Okay, so, different IP address. Oh, yeah, interesting. And you can't, you know, you have to do. You can do Facebook and Google. Right. You'll figure it out because when I go in, it just says, "Sorry, Peter, you already voted." So okay, you can't vote again. All right, cool. Um, now, last week after the show, we thought we'd go in and talk to one for a little bit. Right. And then all of a sudden, an emergency red light came on. You don't remember? I don't remember. No, you don't. <laughs> that little, their little 
air cleaner. Oh in yeah, now I remember. Yeah, so yeah, Juan's got one of these high tech air cleaners in his in his office. It was really kind of funny because uh, I was standing there. We're just talking to Juan, and Peter's wandering around right in the producer's area, like right in Juan's space. Man, it's just I was like reading the articles on the. It wall. doesn't matter. It's Juan's space. And we so should I, get a try today too. Look, it's blue. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Peter walks in. And he walks by the thing. All of a sudden, it goes into high speed. I absolutely started to laugh because I thought, uh-oh. Toxic. It's, it's <laughs> something, something bad is in this room. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to high speed to get rid of it. <laughs> Listen, but I'm going to kill the magic here. <laughs> you know what happened? No. This thing, uh, the way that the speed works is that it's, it has a sensor on top. So as soon as you pass something on top of it, the speed will increase. That's what it happened. So he probably passed his elbow. No, no, he didn't pass anything. But <laughs> he walked. I was watching intently. He just walked past it, and all of a sudden, it went into high I, speed. I put my hand up to point to the whatever. Article. You yeah. yeah okay all right. And the article was about the sinkhole. We're not talking about that now. <laughs> don't don't change the subject. We're t- we're talking about. You know, what happened in the... Yeah, I forgot all about that. That's very funny. Yeah, okay, good. Thank you. That's why I put the show together, oh, Steve, yes, and you yes. just sit yeah, there and go on, on your things. phone yes. and, you know, take a look at it. And, yeah. You know. <laughs> See, he gave you this one. <laughs> he did. Yeah, not very often does he give me one to kick over the, through the uprights. That's right. Yeah. And you didn't... And I had to, like, almost move the ball up a few yards because you didn't even remember <laughs> you were kicking. <laughs> all right. Well, I won't do that again. Oh, no, it's good. Thank you. I'll write it down next time so I don't forget. But yeah, it was a highlight of my night, yeah. my day. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, winter's arrived. It has. It's cold. We're getting a few no heat calls. Yes. Yep. Uh, the, I My curling game has improved. That's why I know winter's here. Now, we did have a no heat call last week. Uh, and I'll just, just say this to our listeners. Um, there is there is a, a typically a light switch which puts the power on on and off to your furnace. And sometimes if you're walking in and out of that room for whatever reason, uh, that switch got turned off. So the customer didn't have any heat. We went out to uh, see what was wrong. And sure enough, the switch was turned off. So really all our technician had to do was turn that power switch back on and the furnace came on. Now he still has to perform tests to make sure it's operating properly, but um, that stuff kind of happens. And, and so just there's some certain things that you probably need to check, and that's kind of one of them. Yeah. And if you're out beside, you know, out around our shop on the Pacific Court, drop in and we can give you a label, a little sticker that you can put, put, put on that, that. Yeah, to that, identify it. Yep, so that people know it's not a light switch. Yes. And they don't try to flick it off if you have uh, new people in your home. Yeah. Anyway, just well, one of those nuisance things. Now, remember, f- these phone numbers are important. We're going to a break. We're going to play that music. You can win a furnace tune-up, two tickets to the Ontario Curling Championship in Dorchester, or two tickets to the Lifestyle Home Show, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. And you, we will be right back. <laughs> You look puzzled there, Mr. Gilbert. Well, no, I know the guitar riff. I just can't remember who it was. So, well, and I don't even get to hear a singer. 
We got Ed. I'm sure we do have Ed on the phone. <laughs> we got Ed on the phone who's going to give it a try. Can you, can you tell us, Ed, who the band was? Guns N' Roses. Congratulations. You won. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we'll, um, Juan will get your information and we'll uh, get in touch with you on Monday. And uh, you can choose between the tune-up or the tickets to the curling or the tickets to the home show. I'll take the tune-up, but uh, I'll take, you can get my information. All right. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Ed. Huh, look at that, Steve. Did boom. <laughs> I feel like I've been set up. I haven't been set up. <laughs> okay. So, and I didn't even pick the best song by them, Patience. No, you didn't pick the best song by them. Yes. That, yeah, that I might was, have got it faster, but That's yes. right. So that one I didn't even put in it because I said as soon as I played that, you'd get it. So, Well, let's get to the questions now that the excitement is it, all it, over. It, 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 sounded, it almost sounded a little bit like Eddie Van Halen, actually, yeah. at the start with yeah. uh, David Lee Roth singing. But anyway. Well, obviously, you don't attend a lot of Knights games. Because oh. <laughs> they play that at the Knights games oh, okay. all the time. Well, so there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I thought you might say London Knights, you know, but no. I don't go to many Knights games, Peter. <laughs> well, maybe you should. If, maybe I should put Knights tickets in here and you can try to win them. Now, if, if, you, if you put on some great uh, Scottish Piper music, you know, that you play at a briar or something, I might grab some of those. Well, I I, might, <laughs> I can put those. I've got uh, I got an album of okay. pipe music. All right. So. Um, so we had a question come in that says, "What causes water to get into a pressure switch, and oh. how can I prevent it?" Well, water comes into a pressure switch through the venting side of things. So, uh, pressure switches, what they do, um, they're in order to make sure that the furnace is venting properly. So. There's, you've got an intake and an exhaust on a furnace today, so um, there's typically a couple of pressure switches in there, and so what, what they do is they measure uh, to make sure that the furnace is venting correctly so that it's getting intake air and that it's also exhausting air properly. So if, if it can't, if, if that furnace is not working properly, I mean, those pressure switches aren't going to open, so... Really, what we have to do is make sure the drain lines are clear on that furnace, so it means a maintenance. We we don't recommend customers do that, but water comes down. Water's created in a furnace through the heat exchanger, and actually, there's also some there's also some condensation that comes down that exhaust vent as well. So both right. those both those areas are where we we create water, and and um, it's all about making sure it, it furnaces have safeties built into them to make sure that they operate properly. So it's yeah, all part of. Drain lines aren't clear, that water can't get away and we'll start to back, back up. up. Or even if they're half plugged, yep. you know, and it can back water up. And once water gets into that pressure switch, it's hard to get it out. Yeah. Um, so those drain lines are important. So when people say, why should I have a maintenance done? You know, well, we need to make sure those drain lines are clear or you'll end up with a no heat. And it's been so warm we haven't had the amount of water we're going to get now that it's getting colder. Right. So we had, you know, I think on Monday, four or five pressure switch water in them on that day right away. So yeah. it's something, again, maintenance, maintenance, maintenance yes. to prevent call, service call, service call, service yeah. call. Nuisance and, calls, you know, no heat calls are, are typically, you know, if you've got a newer furnace and you've got a, and you have a, a no heat, it's, it's mostly a, a lack of maintenance and it's a nuisance call. And we've already had three no heats this, this morning. morning. Yep. So it's, uh, you know, if and 
I, my normal first question, when was the last time it was maintained? I can't remember. Okay, that's a problem. Yes. Instead of saying, well, it was just done or I did it last year. Or, right. So get a maintenance. If you haven't booked that, call in, get that booked. Um, better to have it done now than have a no heat breakdown of the water. Absolutely. Um, another question came in, says, what causes water to leak out of the top of my water heater? Ooh, well, <laughs> the top of the water heater is a bad place. Um, so um, there's two places water heaters typically, well, three, that where they typically leak from. Sometimes it's the, uh, the pressure relief valve. So if the water heater has just gotten too hot for whatever reason and it's overheating, that pressure relief valve just releases pressure so it, it, you don't, it, it doesn't rupture anything. It can leak out of the bottom where where they where just really sediment forms and it kind of starts corrosion. It starts rusting away and finally will get out through the bottom. The tops have been happening just, you know, for the past five or six, seven years at the top. And whether it's dissimilar metals or whatever it is, but where the uh, where the rods go in to the water feed or the water where the water is relieved, so where it comes out of the tank, um, Right there, sometimes you'll see uh, water heaters, they'll start, they'll see a lot of rust in there, um, and that's not a good thing. So right where the, where, the, where the water is going into the tank or coming out of the tank, if they are very, very rusty, you have to keep an eye on that because if you ever get water leaking from there, my recommendation is just reach up and turn the water off immediately because when those, when, when, they, when they pop... Um, you get high pressure out of that, and that water is going to come out of there very quickly. And it's hot. And very hot. So um, if you see any water coming out of the top of those, call us. Turn the water off immediately. Uh, I was at a friend's house. He said he was looking at this. I said I said to, his name was Dave. I said, Dave, and it, just, it was just a drop or two sitting on the top. I said, uh, you know, if it's coming out of the bottom, you have a week or two. If it's coming out of the top, it could be minutes, hours, but it's going to go. And uh, I left. Uh, he didn't turn it off. And, I mean, it was like four hours later it went, and uh, he said, yeah, I should have listened to you and just turned the water off. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's important. I mean, it's you need copper pipe. When you start seeing a white powder, that's the joint starting to deteriorate. So all these are signs that we can ignore. Or we can look at it. And I mean, an example was I was in my bedroom. I was looking and I said, you know, does that wall look like it's rippling? You know, and I went like, so I walked over and I just touched it. And the pain and everything just um, collapsed. Right. And I went, well, that's weird. But I don't have time to look at it now. I got to get to work. Right. So this morning I had some time. So I got the vacuum out. I'll go over, you know, move the little uh, nightstand, and I'll get the vac. Well, it just, the paint just came off the wall like nothing. <laughs> I never knew my bedroom at one point was red in color. There you go. But it had just looked like the paint had let go from that red paint. Right. And had just come apart. Why did it do it now versus, you know, it's been painted that color for, I don't know, 10 years. Right. And but just that one spot now let go, but 
now I'm going, I'm going to just wait, see if any moisture shows up there or if I, if there's a water leak, even though there's no stains, just keep checking it before I just go and paint it again and think I solved the problem. Hmm. Interesting. You need to watch and figure out what's going on when you have water in the top. Did you do anything on the outside of the house where that spot is? No, nothing. Nothing's changed. That's kind of the weird thing. It's, but we'll, uh. If not, we'll give it a little sand, put a little drywall, or what do you call that, uh, mud or plaster, yep. just to make it the same um, height as the other paint, and then right. give it a coat of paint. All right. I'll be I'll be a painter at that point. <laughs> be experienced. Yes. So we had, uh, we've been talking about, and we talked about our electrician who does work for us, Drew was in the other day. He was. Um, about surge protectors. Yes. So what's the importance of a surge protector? Well, it's kind of, lately we've just been, uh, these new um, heat pumps and all the new air conditioners today tend to have computer boards in them. And um, the old ones didn't. They would they would take a surge. Um, and power surges happen for, well, you'd have to call someone from London Hydro or Ontario Hydro to ask them why. But um, sometimes you'll just get a current down the line and... We've had just recently, this past couple of weeks, we've had two boards taken out of uh, outdoor heat pump condensing units. Um, and there were the ones that we had p- were putting in earlier uh, for whatever reason uh, down the line or within within your house. So we have, uh, for the past year, we've been putting surge protection on those outdoor units. So all that does is there's a little device on the outside of the disconnect. It will take any, um, it'll take any current interruption or changes in it and not allow it to get to the unit and destroy that board because the board can, anything can happen to those computer boards. So we put surge protection on that so that it will interrupt any, any bad electricity going into the, into the condensing unit. So we've also asked Drew, uh, because you can get surge protection for your entire house. So keep in mind that 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 outdoor condensing unit with a computer board in it isn't the only thing that has smart technology in your home. So we're talking your new smart TVs, computers, whatever's plugged in. Your refrigerator these days is just a big computer. So keep that in mind that um, if it can happen to that outdoor condensing unit, it can happen to anything inside the house. Now, some people have their smart TVs on power bars that have surge protection built in. That's great. But we, we, we wanted to be able to offer our customers a little bit more. So um, we're going to be offering, as one of our services, uh, surge protection to the hydro panel inside the house. And um, just it'll just be another little service that we can add to offer better protection to our customers. So we'll talk a little bit more of that when we come back after the break. But you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. And we'll be right back. You know the band. Well, I know the puzzled. band. I'm just, you know, <laughs> you're, am I trying to guess the song or what am I but trying yeah, to guess? Yeah, I try to guess that song. Or the theme. 
No, it was the theme, which it's already been guessed, Guns N' Roses. Okay. What's that song? Look Just up. Trying to, Look what? up. Up what? Up, 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 what? Up, up Heaven's Door. <laughs> knocking. Knocking on Heaven's Door, yes. Okay, thank you. There you knock, go. Knock, knock, knocking on Heaven's yeah, Door. Yeah, what am I doing? Serades in here trying to you know, get you to figure it out? Charades. Yeah. Okay. Now, you mentioned about smart TVs plugged into a power bar with surge protection. Right. But the surge has already got through the wire in your home to get to that plug. I know. So anything else that's taken out, it might have saved the TV, but it might have taken out the fridge or the the furnace. You know, the furnace. Who knows? I mean, um, it happened, so that's why we're we're just investigating surge protection for hydro panels for the uh-huh. for the main panel in your house. And if it goes into the furnace control board, it could go up and blow the smart thermostat. Yep, you know, so lots of things. Yes, so it would be smart <laughs> to have whole home surge protection. It would be. That would be a smart. Yes, it would be a smart thing. So if you ever have an electrician in doing work at the home, ask it, them about ask right. them about surge protection for your for the entire house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's definitely uh, you know we're protecting the heat pump, but I've said I worry about everything else in the home that that could be yes, done. absolutely, and not not just that. Even if you've got a tankless hot water heater, computer board in there too. Yep. So yeah, keep that in right. mind. Or you got one of the new. Um, you got one of the new heat pumps, uh, heat, hybrid heat pump water heaters. Yeah. Computer board in there. So just keep that in mind. Okay. So the, um, we had another big discussion this week. I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't say, I would say a customer has paid a lot of money for something that really maybe didn't have to pay a lot of money for, but was forced to by a neighbor. And it was about the distance from the edge of the furnace, or sorry, the edge of the heat pump or the air conditioner to the property line. That's correct. Our understanding was always uh, three feet, they call, or a 0.9 of a meter. Right. Um, three feet to the lot line. Right. This, we were told it had to be five feet or 1.5 meters, which is 4.9 feet, but needed to be five feet from the lot line. Right. Uh, because the neighbor was upset that it was too close. Right. Um, one of my thoughts were, like, reading the bylaw, I'm going, well, it says here it can be no closer than three feet to the lot line or 0.9 of a meter. I'm going, well, it is that. Right. So why are we making the homeowner move this unit to get five feet? Right. And your thoughts were? Well... I, I I was just reading, like, I was reading the bylaw, and w- when the guys came back, because, I mean, I don't, we were never issued a bylaw update through the city, all heating contractors, and so I didn't, I, I wanted to see the bylaw, and where it would say that they, they needed 4.9 feet, or whatever it is, um, 1 point, what is it, 1 point? 1. 1. 1. 1.5 meters. meters. And so when I read the bylaw, I, I got even more confused because of the, the statement it said, or no closer than 0.9 of a meter to the, to, to the lot line. So our understanding, and we've been challenged before, is 
the outside edge of the heat pump or the air conditioner cannot be any closer than three feet to the property line. So, and my interpretation when I read it states that. So I'm even more confused now and I'm going to have to call the city to, to kind of get um, an understanding as to what they want. Um, because w- when you read it, I mean, I, I, if I had a law degree, I would probably understand it even more, but I don't. And but we just need clarification because we can't be, we can't be telling customers one thing and then all of a sudden they're being challenged and a bylaw officer coming out and stating something different. So we really need to get to the bottom of this. So, yeah, because it says provide the projection is no closer than point nine meters to the lot line. Right. So then I. You know, trying to figure out what's going on with this whole thing. I said, is the projection the air coming out of the unit? Or is the projection the, 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 physical, ed- right. the physical unit? Because we're trying to all figure out why we had to go from three feet to, and again, this is the inch by inch, the home comfort show. So I talk about feet and inches versus metrics. But, right. You know, three feet to five feet. Right. And, and makes sense. And really, if, 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 we had such a big difference, a big change, then, you know, we should have been notified by the city regardless. So that's where we, we really have to figure this out because going forward, when we're consulting with customers as to where they can put their air conditioners or their heat pumps, we need to be able to tell them accurately so that they're not, they don't have to um, move. Now, we've had customers before who've put them in and said, I don't care, I want it on the side of the house. I, I But then we have to get them to sign a disclosure saying, if you're told to move this, it's at your expense, not ours. Yeah, and a lot of the new homes, there's not three feet well, between the homes. No, there's not, and 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 you see them put equipment in between there, but it's almost like it's a it's a grace because. But we're just we're just trying to figure this out so that we can consult with our customers and uh, and get this figured out. Yeah, and me and you disagree. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to call the bylaw officer, and we're going to have him come in and talk to us and try to make us all understand what this means. Right. And then, uh, and then think, when I'm right, we'll and I'll come think, on the no, radio. No, no, then I think I'll have a lawyer present as well, <laughs> yeah. so he can determine what is being, what's what's written as well yeah. and, and determine. Because it could be... It Your could, lawyer or my lawyer? It could be a difference of just interpretation. It's It, it can just be interpretation, but it, it just has to be right. You didn't answer your lawyer or my lawyer. I don't care whose lawyer. A lawyer, <laughs> a lawyer will read that and just state what it is. I'll be the lawyer. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Oh, how much do you want? <laughs> Give me money. I'll take anything. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Now we got to do a reminder. Oh. Hey, this is Vanessa, and you're about to listen to the reminder of the day. But this isn't Vanessa's reminder today. Because Renessa, or Vanessa, what did I say? Renessa. Renessa. <laughs> Renessa went on vacation. No, Vanessa went on vacation this week, and I went on Monday, Tuesday. I went, well, where's the reminder of the day? So right. this is Peter's reminder. Oh, well, this will be good. Yeah. So this <laughs> is a reminder to check your humidifier as we move into the season where you're going to need it. So make sure your damper is open and set to the winter setting. Make sure you've replaced your water panel or pad. And make sure the water valve is turned on and getting the proper flow of water. 
So let's go through each one of those, Mr. Gilbert. To All say, right, let's, let's go through, you know, shall to we? Make sure that Vanessa's reminder of the day really hits home. Okay. What's the damper? The damper is a little flap, which um, if it's an old, old humidifier, there'd just be a little piece of metal that was stuck to the uh, metal above the furnace, and you just kind of slide it out or slide it back in again. Uh, all the new humidifiers have a little uh, toggle switch on the just on the outside edge of, of the humidifier itself, and it should say winter or summer. And so you just flip that, and what it does is it stops the air from flowing through that humidifier in the summer setting and allow air to flow through it in the wintertime when it needs to. And then replace your water panel or pad. What's the difference between a water panel and a water pad? Well, a water panel, I mean, there's, depending on the make and the model of your humidifier, you could have one which is they call a water saver, and it's a soft pad. So uh, you'll have, you'll need a couple of those because um, they don't last the whole season. So you'll, you buy, you typically buy a pack of two, and you'll have to change that in the middle of the heating season. Or if it's a hard pad, it'll, you'd need to replace that annually. But um, typically, it, your water, your humidifier would open up and you just pull the pad. It, the assembly comes out. You have to snap a couple of things out of place and slide it in and assemble it all back together and put it in. If we're there doing a maintenance, uh, we can, you can buy a pad from us and we can just make that change for you. And then make sure the water valve is turned on to the proper flow of water. So a um, couple types of valves that allow the water to come into a humidifier. Um, if you've got a plastic line coming from a valve into a humidifier, please call us and have us come and change that. It should be a solid copper line, not a plastic line. Uh, I've seen plastic lines eventually just pop off the compression fitting and that allows uh, that quarter-inch water line to just empty into your basement. And if you've gone away for a weekend, you can really, it'll accumulate a lot of water, as one customer found out. Um, copper lines are best. They don't pop off. Uh, so the valve is either a piercing valve, which will have a little, uh, uh, it, it just pierces into the water line. It's got a little spinny tab at the thing. Not really recommended. We recommend ball valves. And if you have a ball valve, with these new humidifiers, please don't have it open wide open. It'll it'll put way too much water through your humidifier. So we just want them cracked a quarter turn, and uh, it'll put the proper amount of water through that pad and just keep it damp when it needs to work. Perfect. Thank you. So you're listening to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, and we will be right back. Paradise City. I don't know the names of them, but I just I know the songs. You would have got it by this song? Would you finally have figured out it was? I would have figured it out from the last one. It was Guns N' Roses, yes. Now, we are in the next uh, few weeks. We are extremely busy. Oh, yes. We yes. have extremely busy. decided to do too much for the community. We tried to <laughs> be everywhere for everybody. So... 
we're going to be at the Ontario Men's and Women's Curling Championship in Dorchester. Yes, uh, we are. And we, you and I are going to be the main people at that one. Yes. Because I guess we like curling, and that might be the thought. Maybe. So we're going to enjoy that. But we're also a sponsor of the Skill Trade area at the Lifestyles Home Show, which is on the same weekend as the curl. It's true. So Dean and Murray are going to be at the home show, the main people at the home show, um, be there and uh, for the three days. Right. We're 10 days. So how, how did we get the 10-day one and they got the three-day one? Well, let's be honest, shall we? We'll have much more fun at the curling than they will at the at the Lifestyle Home Show. And we're going to have our street curling there. We will, So yes. people can come and give it a try. Maybe we'll even have a prize. If you outdraw Steve, you know, you'll get a prize. That'd be a pretty good contest. Do you know what? I will take that. <laughs> I'll take that challenge on, actually. Yes. Okay. That that one I'm comfortable with. Absolutely. Now, I'll, I'll put some weight on one side oh, to get you? some okay, curl yes. in. You know, it'll be one of those I can pump up from my phone and then let the weight out. Really? Just just to give people an advantage. Advantage, yeah. Okay. But nope. So we'll uh, we'll be there starting on the twenty uh, second of January, uh, right through to the twenty eighth, and then the home show runs from the twenty sixth to the twenty eighth. Right. Um, so Murray and Dean will be there working that, and you know who knows maybe we'll pop in and say hello or. Yeah. Spend an hour or so in between our shifts that we have at the uh, Dorchester Flight Center. That's right. So it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I wish uh, the Inger, Ingersoll Curling Club is the one organizing the uh, Ontario Men's and Women's Provincial Championship. So it's really the men's tankard and the women's Scotties right. that they'll be playing down. And the winners of this will go... Uh, to the champ, the Briars out in Regina. Yep. And the Scotties, I think, is in Thunder Bay, but don't quote me on that. But and we should congratulate Nolan Thiessen. We should, right? Yeah. And people are saying, "Well, who is Nolan Thiessen, <laughs> and why would I congratulate him?" Well, he just became the CEO of Curling Canada. Right. Replacing Kathy Henderson, who. Uh, left Curling Canada to become the CEO and president of Hockey Canada. Right. So we really have curling people all through the winter sports. Now. It's true, and they, they do a great job for us, right? Yeah, and Nolan was here in March when the Briar was here. Yeah. He spent uh, a couple of weeks, and he was here in the summer, and he came down for a few of our meetings before to make sure everything was going to run properly. So yes, he'll do a great job. I was... Uh, on the board when he first joined Curling Canada and, and was at his first meeting where we were talking about how to improve the briar or what they call game day. Right. The things that happen during the game. So it's kind of neat to see a start to now see him as the CEO. Yeah. So that will work out pretty well for him. I think so. And, you know, uh, he's obviously he's got a great relationship with the players because he was a competitive player himself. So he brings that aspect to the game because, um, you know, it's the, the, the sports, um, the sports, not just for the spectators, it's for the, it's for the players as well. And, and, uh, and obviously we need to send winning teams to represent us outside the country. Right. Really? 
<laughs> yeah. Is that we want to win medals? Is that what you know? Uh, yeah, we really want to win. Yeah, we want to be the powerhouse in curling. We really do. At least I think we do. But and the um, mixed doubles Ontario Championship being held in Saint Thomas. Yes. In February twenty second to the twenty fifth. Right. So uh, you can see the top-notch curlers who could represent Canada at the Worlds or at the Olympics. Yeah. So That's sh- exciting too, right? Yeah. It uh, definitely come down. We're going to have a lot of, we have entertainment. You've got some, actually, you, you booked some good local talent for that. I yeah. was quite impressed with your lineup. So, so yeah. Friday night and Saturday night, uh, we're going to have entertainment out there. So, uh, you know, and there won't be any... Ticket charge, we'll be asking for donations uh, to go into our jar to go towards our renovation right. of the club. So um, That's exciting, too. Yeah. That's good. We'll put a jar out there and just ask for donations, and uh, we'll have the kitchen crew cooking some food, and, uh, you know, we're going to set up bleachers. So, you are? So you can get lots of people ah, in there okay. and see it. It's going to be big time, Steve, big time in St. Thomas. And what's the date on that again? Uh, February 22nd to the 25th. February 22nd to the 25th. And we're going to hopefully, uh, we're going to have Rob Flack throw the opening rock. Are you? Joe Preston holding the broom. Okay. Karen Vecchio sweeping, you know, and the president of the St. Thomas Curling Club sweeping as well. Uh, so, well, the president of the St. Thomas Curling Club sweeping. Is that a good thing? It's better than throwing. Oh. <laughs> But that will be, uh, so that'll be a lot of fun as long as everyone can be there. Yeah. And then uh, we'll have a little dinner on the Friday night and the entertainment will start. And then the real hard curling will be getting down by the Saturday and Sundays. And it'll be enjoyable. So hopefully people can come out there and watch. It will be a very, like it'll, it's um, people that, you know, watch curling and now they're going to see some mixed doubles, which is, it's it's a fast game. Um it's an interesting game, and you know there there really is quite a bit of of um, talent involved in it. So, um, it it's if you haven't seen it before, I recommend that you come and watch it because it's actually kind of exciting. Yeah, we had a lot of people. We had uh, uh, a tournament there on um, that Lisa Wego and John Epping were in it, and, yep. and of course Scott and Laura who uh, we sponsor as well as uh, also play out of St. Thomas, and they were there. Came in West. Yeah. Uh, so, it, and it was, uh, there was a lot of people out that were very interested in and enjoyed watching Yes, it. yeah. Yeah. And so, they even asked me and you to go play, but you were too busy looking after some dogs. Puppies, actually. So, puppies, yes. Puppies. You know, my debut in doubles you know, just got You would have been using up. the stick, man. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. You would have seen how good I am with oh. the stick. <laughs> yeah, there have been no sweep. I, in fact, I would have been doing the one all the sweeping because right. you wouldn't have been sweeping at all. I said, yeah. don't hold the broom. I know I can I can just throw to air. It's right. not a yes. problem. So I normally do that in the game. They put the broom down. I never hit it. So I'm just throwing <laughs> to air anyways. So. Throwing to air. Yeah. Well, so what's your plans this weekend? Uh, this weekend I've, um, I mean, Lexi's really close on, um, you know, the, the, it's almost time for the puppies to leave. Darn. Um, so you're having a party with balloons <laughs> and cake and you're gonna. 
They, they, you know, they've been great. Um, but you know, it, it's time to get my house back. So yes, yeah. <laughs> and all gone, or we still got one? Should we still we got put, one. So, so do you want to put a plug out on the, one. on the show here? Of- well, yeah. I mean, I, these these dogs. I mean, they're they're beautiful animals. Um, they're cane corso. They're pure purebred. So uh, they're actually. I've never seen bluer eyes on an animal before in my life. Their, their eyes are are piercing blue, and, and so they're. Right now they're gray in color. They may turn out. Um, they may turn a different color when they're done, but um, they may end up being a brindle. But they're beautiful dogs. So uh, one is still available for anybody who's looking. Male or female? She's a female. Female. Yes. Yeah. How big do they get? Like like six inches? No, no. They're 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 big dogs. So they're classed. You know, they'd be classed as a bully breed. So. Um, but a cane corso can, you know, if it's a male, they can get to be quite large. Uh, the females, I mean, uh, the mother Harlow, she would be, I don't know, she'd be 120 pounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds like tundra. Yeah. Blurry. Yep. About that size. So. Yep. Well, if you need to get a hold of Steve, just give <laughs> us a call at the shop, and we can uh, have and him. I, and get I can in touch refer you to my daughter Lexi, who yeah. looks after, and she's very picky. She doesn't. She's not about to let these dogs go to just any home. She wants to make sure they're going to have a good home. Yeah, that's why I didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that. Okay. So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us at. 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. You can listen to this show or any of our shows by going to peterinch.ca and hitting the podcast button at the top of the homepage. Remember, great service is only an inch away. We'll see you next week.